this is my Bible. I am what it says I am. I can be what it says I can be. And I can do what the Word says I can do. It's the living seed of God living in me, and I'll never be the same. Never, never, never will I be the same. God increase, pastor decrease. Give me ears to hear what God has to say. I'm going to walk with power and not let the loss get left. Amen. You guys may be seated. So it is that time um, to eat. Um, and, and so, and I want to uh, talk about the meal that we are to enjoy at this point in time. Uh, sometimes when you come off of uh, something like this, especially when talking about a fast, sometimes, you, you know, one of the things that happens with people, I'll say one of the things that has happened with me before is I feel like, could I have done more? And the deal was for us to do something together, right? Uh, well, as a statement I'll say to, uh, especially when I'm doing talks to, to teams, uh, if you want to go fast, travel alone. But if you want to go far, you got to take somebody with you. Like, it, it matters. It is extended. The amount of memory, the amount of things that you can get when somebody is with you goes far. And as I appreciate when you said that, I was thinking about that this morning. Thank y'all for being fasting with us. We did that together. And there's something about being connected to uh, one another when we are doing anything. That power of connection. The Bible is clear about it. We're two or more gathered together in our name. There he is in the midst. is touching anything. He says, we have the mind of Christ. Our Father. It's that unity. Right? Right? You may, you may make a good play alone, but we can't win unless we're a team. Right? You got, you, God has empowered us to be individually strong in certain areas, but he's also the most ultimate power is by one mind, one accord, unity of the faith. It, it is the difference in, in how we're going to be able to live in this world, especially when I cannot find my sermon on this wonderful little pad up here. My goodness. So, so we'll talk about it's time to eat, and I'll keep looking because I know what, what I'm headed to. So I, uh, I, I don't know. Can you find the picture that I posted with this sermon? I got these, these uh, I won these trophies for powerlifting many, many years ago. Okay? And it's these little muscle guys, these little sculptures. And I was always taught to be stronger than you look. Okay? You need to be stronger than you look. You may not look like you are the blessed or the one who's capable of any of these things, but because Christ in you, you're stronger than what you look. Greater is he that's within us than he that's within the world. And so the power of that, so these sculptures that I have up there, so your giant is not, is not, the thing that you need to be running from. Your giant is your next meal. What is the biggest thing in your life that you're struggling with? It's time to eat that. That's what it's time to eat. Time to eat that, that failure, maybe that setback, maybe that thing that, that, that you've been struggling to get over. It's time to eat that. Maybe you have a bad attitude. Maybe you talk too much. It's time to eat those words, right, and let somebody else talk. Time to listen. It's time to eat. Everything that you wrote down that you were believing God to do, it's time to eat that. Right? 23rd Psalms, he prepared a table for us in the presence of our enemies. 
it's time to eat. It's not, that's not the time to run. It's not the fact that, 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 okay, we did this for 21 days. Now what? Now eat, now eat, now, now rejoice in what God gave you. And, and I am running into this thing where I'm struggling with this, right? Because you hear a lot of people say, it's easy to praise God when things are good. Maybe. It's also easy to ignore God when things are good, right? One complains if you don't get it your way, and one ignores. Paul said, I know how to be a base, I know how to be a bound. But he said, I know how to praise God regardless of what's going on around me, right? If we don't get the worship part, we don't get the praise part, right? Oh, I got it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, I found it. I'm so, my bad. Look, you just helping your little heart out, ain't you? She went, she went and got the sermon on the phone for me. Look, I got it here. Thank you, baby. Uh, really, as a little kid, I it was my misunderstanding was bad, right? I thought hamburger helper <laughs> was already in the box. That was just the helper. Burger was sold separately. Right? And a lot of times we pray, but we don't want to bring our burger. We got the help of the Holy Spirit. We say, here, but meat, we have to bring it to make a meal. I've prayed, I've stood, now I got to bring it. That's hamburger helper. You show up with just that box, I don't want no noodles. Help her, baby. Help her. And a lot of times we know scripture, but we fail to walk in truth. Right? I know all the verses in the world, but if I don't walk in it, it doesn't do me any good. I got all these weights in my house that I don't lift. Now I go to the gym and lift, but I got weights at the house that don't get no action. Right? They got all action in the world during COVID. We even bought stuff to make it happen. Right? A lot of people got a lot of shelf help than self-help. They got it on the shelf. It makes the shelf look good. But it doesn't do anything if you don't read it. And don't apply it. You got to bring the burger. Think about how close that could have been the name of this sermon. Right? top sirloin we don't want lean we want the fat in it i want listen i found the state channel yesterday i found actually friday night it was the hardest fight out of the and i did what 28 days the state channel anytime i opened up my phone there was a new recipe let me tell you, the devil will fight you to the end. You fight back to the end. You fight back. I, I, you know, I'll go another, keep playing. Wait till we get back from Niagara Falls. I'll go on another 21 days. If it's threatened, you ain't nothing but a meal to me. You ain't going to keep me down. You ain't going to keep me without having the right words to say. You're not going to have me as a pastor. I'm going to know what to say when folks are in trouble. I'm not going to be limited. And sometimes you gotta get mad. You gotta get, you gotta get angry. I'm eating today. I'm glad you had chocolate. Thank you, Miss Pamela. Thank. You. I heard it. I heard. It. I appreciate you. I appreciate. You. She's. Mm -mm, mm -mm. She knows. I was about to dial it up. 
I was about to dial it up. Let's go to Numbers chapter 14, verse 5 through 9. Listen to this in Numbers chapter 14, verse 9 to 5. It said, Then Moses and Aaron fell on their faces before all the assembly of the congregation of the children of Israel. Now the, con the congregation had been criticizing them. How many of y'all know pastors get criticized? And before, <laughs> we should do like Pastor Rita. Love and, and, I'm, and Pastor Donnie. Grace and love and mercy. That hits them first. Myself, Chris, Brother Emmett, we trying to get there. Because my deal is, you did what? You said what? Let's pray. Close your eyes. If you see stars, banger, banner. Okay? And, and so we're working on it. But, but she does that. You fall on your face before God. When the stuff is happening against you, you fall before God. Don't fall before men. Right? On the field, we were told, don't you cry on this field. Don't you, don't you cry, don't you lay down on this field. You walk off this field, <laughs> but my leg broken. Walk anyway. Quit lying around while the devil stand over you doing a victory dance and something you've already won. Cut his celebration short. Unplug his jukebox in your life. You know I mean? You ain't winning. I'm falling before God. Verse 5 said, And Joshua the son of Nun, and Caleb the son of Jephneth, which were of them that searched the land, rent their clothes, and they spake unto the company of the children of Israel, saying, The land which we pass through to search it, it is exceedingly good land. If the Lord delight in us, then he will bring us into the land and give it, give it us, a land which floweth with milk and honey. Only rebel not against the Lord, neither fear ye the people of the land, for they are bread for us. Say, everybody say bread. Now, Miss Irene was spot on. Miss Irene showed up. She said, I'm waiting to smell bread this morning. She thought there's going to be bread. I thought last night at around midnight, I thought, let's make bread. And I go, wait a minute, communion's next week. You're right. It should have been this morning. Because now that I read that, the bread smell in here, y'all went on a whole different level of the anointing when the, oh, there he is. Your enemy, the thing that's attacking you is bread. It's bread to you. Their defenses is departed from them, and the Lord is with us. Fear them not. What the thing that used to be so strong in your life, so strong against you, the defenses are parted. They're gone. Their enemy is a bread to you. Now, they, these are the part of the ten spies that went into the land. And only two of them brought back a good report. Quit listening to people that only know how to bring back the wrong news. I'm not saying you, you ignore their facts, but don't you forget to impart God's truth. They came back and they said, in our eyes, we look like grasshoppers. You ever heard the statement, they already lost the game before the team ever stepped on the field? Most believers pray that way. Coach, they too big. And, and that was the strategy, right? Let the biggest dude get off first. And don't know about, in fact, I used to always have to be at the back of the bus. And I got nothing to do with skin color. I was just this big. 
And they go like, if you get up first, they're going to think they can win. In fact, they're going to think the game's over. Just because you look. But greater is he that's in me. <laughs> greater is he that's within me than he is within the world. Listen, let me tell you something. Just because the devil got some big size enemies against you, that may be even true, he still can't win. That's bread. Said these are bread for us. Caleb and, Caleb and Joshua said, let us go up at once, one version says. Let us go up at once because if we wait around, we won't do anything. Right? Y'all know that's the truth, right? Let me wait. I'm going to do these dishes in a minute. I'm going to mow. That minute has gotten bigger and bigger and bigger. Right? And so he said, look at this. They brought back a negative report, which they are allowed to do, but it's how they saw themselves. And then a lot of times people get mad at you for the way they see themselves. Not for that you think, well, are you jealous of me? No, they're jealous of what they see themselves as. Now that gets taken out on you, but they see themselves and say, we look like grasshoppers in, in our eyes. But anyway, the, the enemy didn't even have to say anything. They already lost. They already lost. And I even, I'll give you some point. I was speaking at a school, Azel High School, playing against this team. And I'll wash my mouth out later after I say this. Uh, the kid, Anthony Hill, linebacker, going to Texas. I'm going to owe you fans. Uh, this kid, the captain of the football team, the coach's son, said to me while we were down there and we were helping him and motivating him, he go, we're going to get blown out today. I said, oh, y'all played last night? He goes, no, no, no. We're we going to play later today. I said, bro, don't go. He goes, I'm the quarterback. Don't go to the game. You done already told the score. And he told me the measurements of one player. I said, is he bigger than the whole team? He goes, well, no. I said, don't go to the game. My dad is the coach. Tell him what you just said to me then. Now, he ain't telling that to his dad. But he done told all of just the captain. And y'all imagine if I got up here and said, hey, y'all, we all going to hell. Well, why are we here? Isn't IHOP open? Why am I here listening to that? Y'all, we got no hope. Ain't that crazy? Don't say that. And so got him over there. They, they did get blown out. But listen, <laughs> I mean, they had the mercy rule, that bad boy. But you can't go in, losing. Some must pray. I know this ain't going to work. He said that they saw the giant. They say the grapes are big, but so is the people. Man, get me to the grapes. Let's scrap out here. And so you got to have that mentality that my God is bigger than my problems and my situation. Listen to this. The situation you live in don't have to live in you. That situation doesn't have to live in you. Now, on my stepfather's side of the family, everybody's 30-plus years in the marriage. On my mom's side of the family, she's the only one. And it's 54 years now. Only on that side. Everybody else didn't need a man. Well, that's what they said. <laughs> man, I'm this close, man, to just... <laughs> I'm, I'm, you're talking about living on a prayer, man. I'm this close. 
And so when, when we talk about the concept of coming together in the unity of the faith and what Christ is doing, it's not because the world said we could make it. It's not because we look like we have the potential. It's not like we were set up by design on the outside, but we were designed on the inside because we knew the designer that was in us. If you don't know your designer, if you lose track of your designer, you're going to forget how to deal with your design. God is a designer. They brought a different message. Quit seeing yourself as what you used to be. Quit seeing yourself as the mistakes that you made. Quit seeing yourself as the letdowns that you had. And start seeing yourself as a victorious eater of the giants that show up in your life. When we pray, their view should change the way, that, that view should change the way we pray in that we pray for strength in the battle, but God, listen, we always, we always want to do this, like we get in the battle, God give me strength. No, he says, I'm going to give you strength from battling. And too many times we don't want to enter into a battle because we're thinking like, well, I'll, I'll just give up. You're going to get stronger when you get in there. Right? I don't get stronger from the weights being at my house. I get stronger from moving them. If you don't move them, they are not going to produce, they're not going to feed you what they need to feed you. It's just not going to happen. It is not going to happen. And there's enough people out there, I, again, I, you, you went to a powerlifting meet that I had one time, you and Jeanette. And, and remember that, y'all didn't know back there, they have this, this room back there where you can go and lift weights to get ready to go lift weights. It's a warm-up. And I had this guy, he came to me, he goes, I am going to destroy you. And I go, you don't even know me. What are you killing? Right? And, and so naturally, my ankles and my wrists look alike. I'm just telling you like it is. I don't know how to grow ankles. I don't know how to do ankles. This is what I got. Huh? Now again, the devil looking at you like, you ain't got nothing. You was born without. I don't know why anybody won't thick ankles, but that's just that's what he said. Yeah, I'm going to dominate you today. And I bust out laughing. I go, dude, this just, I don't care. And I told him this. When I win, I don't care. If you were to win, I don't care. But because you're going to lose today, you care. I already won. No, you think you, I'm, I'm, I, I can't even get you. And so he was threatening me at the powerlifting me. And that's why the devil will come at the oh, the fast is over now. Watch you go straight to hell now. You're going down. I said, no. Look at you. And I mean, I want you to bathe in barbecue sauce today if you have to. I, I, want, you to, I want you to just to get out there and eat because that, that wasn't your source for victory. That was just your source to get close to God. Huh? <laughs> Be mad. Eat angry. You know, do it because again, some of us don't know how to let go, and I'm one of them. You got to sow the seed of letting go in order to travel to the destiny God wants to get you to. You'll never have the harvest of what you want to get to if you don't sow the seed of letting go. Right? A lot of people can't enter into new relationships because they are still hanging into the old one. And they don't enter, if they do enter into them, they don't enter into them the right way. Anyway, me and this guy, when they do, they list the strongest lifters don't get to go first. They don't get to go to last. 
if you lift more weight. And when he saw what I was lifting, his whole demeanor changed. We have to do squats first. With these little ankles. But that ain't what you do squats with, is it, Micah? Mm-mm, you don't use your ankles at all. There's another area. And so when the enemy wants to threaten you in a part, he forgets that you're stronger in your heart because you got Christ. He can't even see the area that you're stronger in. You may be exposed at the ankle, but he can't even see what you're using to lift with. He don't know what it took for you to get out of bed this morning. He don't even know the amount of faith it took for you not to have a knockdown, drag out fight on the way to church and battle. And that's just you the only one in the car. Didn't I tell you? Why can't you act right? All right? And that's what he's jumping on. But you have to seize your moment and say, oh, this is bread. I've seen this before. I've been called a nobody before. I've been called you're never going to mount anything before by relatives. And that's why I love the scripture. Who is my brother and my sister and my mother? Only those who do the will of the Father. That verse set me free. That ain't your auntie. Jesus said, if they're not doing the will of the Father, you don't have to disown them, but you don't have to pay attention to what they've said about it. Right? It's for eat, eat what God says. Right? First Samuel chapter 17 verse 47 says that the victory is ours when the battle is the Lord's. In that way, right? So I got victory when the battle is the Lord's. So I got to see what God sees. And again, when we start talking about ourselves that is different from the Bible, we're creating a theology that's not biblical. God didn't call us to make up a new theology. If we allow the sides of our situation to seal us from the meal of God's dedication, we will miss out. We're looking for God, right? Listen to this. Here's another one. Exodus chapter 16, verse 16 through 21. So Moses told them, it is the bread that the Lord has given you to eat. I hope you are starving by the end of this. This is what the Lord has commanded. Each one, uh, one is to gather as much as he needs. You may take one omer for each person in your tent. An omer was a, a thing to measure. It's basically by gallons. So the Israelites did this. Some gathered more, some gathered less. When they measured it by the, other, by the omer, he who gathered much had no excess. He had no excess. And he who gathered little had no shortfall. Now I need to look. Just because they got a lot right now don't mean they got more than what you have in your heart. They may look like they're winning, but they're not. Right? I like John Maxwell. They may have beat you to the, they may have won the, first, the rat race, but they'd have just the first rat. Don't worry about what place you're in. Don't worry about what part you're in. Just because they look like they got more, that don't mean they have more. Right? They say, what's more important? Would you rather, I just heard this, would you rather have a million dollars, but you have to die tomorrow? So now all of a sudden, life is more important than a million dollars. How about this? You rather have a million dollars and your mother die tomorrow? Now, family is more than a million. How about this? You have a million dollars, but you are completely incapacitated physically. Now, health is more than money. You're richer than you think. 
You're richer than you. And sometimes we don't recognize the richness and because we don't get it. And we, we have these events. I just complain. I was just complaining. And I know y'all don't complain, but, but I was just complaining. I felt like my conference should have been bigger. I was like, could have been bigger. And then I saw the pictures and the comments of the kids that went. Greatest event ever. I'm walking around, man, this is no good. And they're like, best time ever. My life was changed. Right? Show up like they never heard you before. Show up like it's the first time they ever saw you. I think it's a baseball player, Lou Gehrig said that. He's hustling, eighth inning, game is over, out of reach, he hustling. And they go, why are you acting like that? The game is over. He says, there may be somebody in there that's never seen me play before. And I don't want them to see me playing based on the score. I want them to see me playing based on my heart. Right? I want to see, you living, see, you, see me living for God based on my heart, not for what it looks like on the outside. And, that, and that's us, right? That's us, one-on-one. It, it seems like I'm not having any growth. It seems like nothing's moving. But God said, that's not, that shouldn't move you. Oh, wait, I didn't finish reading all of that. Okay, wait. So they gathered shortfall. Each one gathered as much as he needed to get. Then Moses said to them, no one may keep any of it until morning. But they did not listen to Moses. I mean, I know there are some folks that are greedy. Mm-hmm. Some people left part of, of it until morning and it became infested with maggots and began to smell. So Moses was angry with them. See, this is the preaching parts I love. See, that's, those are the, when Moses, the preacher, got mad. When the pastor can get angry, right? You want these maggots? Here, eat them. Like, he didn't, he didn't say he did that. Different Moses. Every morning, each one gathered as much as we needed, and when the sun grew hot, it melted away. Now, very first time we fast, we used to fast the first three days uh, when, when Sadie and those people were all in the youth group. We'd, we'd fast after church, we'd fast Monday through Wednesday. Remember that? We'd do that every week. We'd fast all the time. We'd do that. Now, again, I used to think, I'm going to die. If I don't, if I'm not able to stop, if I can't just think about stop, listen, think about stopping to get a burger on the way. Ever eat one and just let the grease, just as you're driving, let the wind blow the grease? Y'all never done that? I know ain't nothing wrong with me. You can think whatever you want. But you ever just like, just you wanted extra, didn't need extra? And sometimes that's what the devil gets us with. Oh, you know you want to go over there and get that extra thing that you don't even need. We went, the, we went and, and submitted ourselves to God and only took what we needed. And that's what it was saying here. A lot of my, when we were on that cruise, the only one I went to, the guy says, the single thing is for the needy, not the greedy. And a lot of times people take more than they can consume. And all it does is turn to waste. When God calls you to a certain place, you don't have to go and gather in more. He's going to use what you have. The little boy with his fish sandwich basket, that's all that he needs. Anytime go get your friends and everybody bring a fish sandwich basket. He said, just bring that. Take what you need. And sometimes if we grow too much or grow too fast, and y'all have seen this before, where people get in the spotlight too soon, they're not mature enough to handle it. Right? Now, if you are under the age of 35, you ain't going to understand this at all. Polaroid. 
Hang on a second. <laughs> One hour. Pitch developed. Drop your roll of film off. Remember them days? Dude had to go into a dark room to get your picture to work. If he exposed it to light too soon, the picture came out blurry. Sometimes we try to grow up too fast and get in the light too soon. We say that to our kids all the time, but we do it as adults as well, right? And the picture don't develop like the way you thought it should. You jump into something too soon, God hasn't developed, you, you, you in your dark room. We still trying to get you to be revealed. And now you want to go connect with somebody else's development and you come out a monster. Just because it may be, listen, because it may be dark and you can't see it right now, God's still developing you. You got a picture that's bigger than anybody else in your family has ever had. Now they may have stepped out and got a corner of the picture. You ever do that when, when the picture got messed up if you didn't shake it long enough? Anybody, anybody in here have been shaking? And God's trying to get your picture to come out. Oh God, why is this happening to me? Because we can't tell what you is right now. And I know that ain't good English. Sorry. Sorry, English professor. <laughs> See you in class. Even my daddy messed up sentences in public. But he's developing you so that not only can others around you, but even more important, your kids can hang that picture on their fridge and see how to live and see how to eat. Y'all know y'all done hung some pictures up there that wasn't pictures just because it was their first one. That giraffe looked like some genetically induced monster. So we did it. We left those things so we can grow closer to God. And then when Jesus said it this way, right? If, if our enemy is our bread, what is the prayer? Give us this day our daily bread, right? I can't live off yesterday's bread, right? If I'm carrying over yesterday's bread, what did it say to happen to them? It turned into maggots. You're eating off old news, old supply, old nutrients. There is specific nutrients for tomorrow. And God give us that bread then. I can't carry over what you did to me or said to me. I can't carry it because it's going to turn to maggots in my system. I can't eat that. Quit gathering so much. We have to quit. Like, again, I tell y'all that the steak channel came on to my phone. That don't mean I had to look at it. Right? I did keep looking at it, but I didn't have to. <laughs> I'm persecuting myself. <laughs> get out, devil! <laughs> like, get a mirror then. Get the off button. And so it's, it's putting that part in us. So tomorrow's hunger produces momentum to pursue God and not sit on yesterday's blessing. We got too many old athlete Christians, right? Right? I, I hit more homers in college every time I tell the story. I do. Have you seen them? Oh, back in my day. When is it going to be God's day? It's the day of the Lord. 
right? How about we celebrate? I'm going to give somebody else that. This also means no one can do the work for us. I can't worship for my kids. My wife can't worship for me. I have to worship for myself, right? And then we worship together, right? They're not going to get to heaven on my faith. They can get to heaven and come to Jesus by me having faith in God for them, but not mine, right? They can't go, well, I pray to you, Jesus, who my dad believes. They can say, I saw my dad believe, so I'm going to believe. Right? You see how the sentences work there. Okay, let's go here. Luke, dang it, chapter 14, verse 28 through 29, said, Which of you wishing to build a tower does not first sit down and count the cost to see if he has the resources to complete it? Otherwise, if he lays the foundation and is unable to finish the work, everyone who sees it will ridicule him. Okay? Just like I said, the UT thing, which it hurts me, this is going to hurt me too. This is where God honors those who plan. You got your side? You got my side. Because me, I'm thinking they planning. It's about to rain. Let's go, put some, let's go put some cement down. Let's go get it done. But again, he said, if you don't count on the cost, you're going to have to do it again. You got to do it over and over again. And maybe a lot of times people end up in the same situation over and over again because they don't count the cost from the first time. Right? What? But they made a relationship app? And you run into that person that hurt you the last time? You need to have that app. Oh, you already bought this. This. <laughs> you done purchased this song before. <laughs> Remember why you stopped listening to this? We need to have a, a relationship app. I think we can make, I think a hit. And then they go, that normal, uh, nope. You bought this and it lasted a while and it was no good. It was no good. D drop that app. Drop that app. And then again, I don't have the willpower, right? I got to get on the wheel, right? I'm trying to stay away from next week's sermon. The cost of following Christ, I heard a guy say this, the cost, the cost of stepping out and following your dreams is nothing compared to the cost of regret for not doing it. Or he said something like, the bill of regret. When you get that bill of regret. Like, why didn't I just step out? Why did I wait around so many times? By the way, you get older every year. So it ain't because you're too old. Until next year, you'll be too old. If you're too old this year, I would like to do said I was old 10 years ago. But you go ahead and you step out. You go ahead and eat now. This is what I believe God to do. God, I believe that I'm going to live a life where I'm not an emotional wreck every day. I'm eating that. I'm going to eat that. I'm going to get up and I'm going to eat that. And no matter what shows up in my life, I'm going to stand in agreement with what I've consumed. That's why I want you to eat good today. I want you to eat good today. Hey, listen, we counted the cost for fasting. Now we eat from our obedience and gain strength from the battle. You eat from when you're obeying God. You get strength from the battle that you're in. This, it can't just be we come to church. This just can't just be it. God's going to ask you, what were you digest? Why do you digest so much failure? 
Why do you digest the one thing that went against you and miss out on the five thing, 500 things that were for you? Why is that so easy to digest? Even though you're choking on it, by the way. Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 2 through 4. And the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision and make it plain upon tablets, tables, that he may run that readeth it, for the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it shall speak and not lie. Though it tarry, wait for it, because I, it will surely come, it will not tarry. Behold, his soul which is lifted up is not upright in him, but the just shall live by his faith. I've always left that out. I've always just said by faith, but it's his faith. Because faith is already available, but if you don't use it, again, you just got a box of noodles. You have to use it and operate by his faith, your faith. Right? I record the vision. The vision will speak, and I love this, and not lie. I'm always leery about people when they say, truth be, to be honest. <laughs> have you been lying up to this point? Like, <laughs> right? Like, why now you announcing this one? To be honest. And you didn't say that for the other sentences. Are you, have you been lying at this point? But that's how my mind works. Not yours. I don't even want you to think like that. God says it'll speak and it's not lying. We don't have a problem with hearing, we have a problem with believing. Now faith comes by hearing, so that means you got it. The Bible says you've been given the measure of faith. Now I don't mean to point so much, but so you have it. It speaks and not lie. We will be married till we die. This will be the day <laughs> we stay married. <laughs> Thank you for fixing that. You should stick your head emphatically though until we die. Right? That's the way it ends. Somebody has to stop breathing. Now, a lot of people are like, that's scary. No, it ain't. Not if that's what you stood at the altar and believed God to do. We will die for this to end. And it's to die. Sometimes you have to say that when you're upset about stuff with them. I said, die! We have activated, let me tell you this, let me go get marble on you. We have activated the appointed time by having a vision and living by faith and refusing to settle with just its speaking. We settle with the fact that it cannot lie. What God said about you is not a lie. It is the truth. And there are many of us running with the vision that you have. And the vision that God has shown you. So we're going to all run together. And sometimes we just have to be reminded of that. Right? I cannot, but I'm unwilling to pursue, I'm unqualified to have. And until I get willing to pursue it, that's the only way I'm going to qualify to have it. But if I'm unwilling to pursue, I'm unqualified to have it. 
We've got an unbreakable bond, and God has called us to do it. So let's commit to it. Amen? All right, let's pray. Father, we just pray we thank you, Lord God, that even to the message of time to eat. And no matter what it is, no matter how the form of the fasting that may have come about, no matter how things showed up, no matter what has been keeping you from maybe eating regularly, maybe it was a hurt, maybe it was a heartache, maybe it was a heartbreak. Maybe because of the fact that I feel like, God, I didn't have the family I should have grown up with. I didn't have the things I should have had. I didn't have all those things. How can I be what I need to be? And God is saying to you, you needed to hear, those who do the will of my father, that is your brother, your sister, your mother, your father. You are not without. In fact, you are extremely blessed right now just for hearing that. That you have unlimited potential to do all that the word of God says you're called to do. Now I disrupt your pattern in the name of Jesus. I pray a breaking on those patterns that tend to show up and try to create a design for you to follow. And as God unleashes his potential upon us, those patterns have no place to operate in our design. Father God, I thank you in Jesus' name. I pray, as we said, chains breaking in Jesus' name. I thank you, Lord God, as you are ministering complete and total life over everything that we say and do. Lord, we receive it. We believe that it speaks and it doesn't lie. It is the truth. And God has blessed us and we cannot reverse it. I thank you, Lord God, that even me, I cannot take away the blessing you put up on my life. I need it to know that it's something I can't take away. Father, we just praise you. We thank you. We thank you this morning as you're releasing and giving us that freedom to walk in. And who the Son is set free, it's free indeed. In Jesus' name, amen, 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 amen. amen.